So we're back. Builders by nature. Yes. All about ordinary people building extraordinary lives. It's got a good ring to it. It really does. It's kind of nice. It kind of rolls off the tongue well. So what's our topic for today? Uh, you know, it's been a while. We've been in just a, a fun season. Some would say fun. Some would say not fun. I think it's been fun. We're finally in our house. I mean, we are, we're, I think the last episode we were in a trailer. We were, yeah. Were so we? we're there. We're there. We're <laughs> actually in the house. We're in our dining room right now um, at the house. And sure, if we're looking around, we see a couple of projects that need done, but I mean, we've come a long way. We really have. And I think this season has been full of, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but because we've talked about this extensively. We're in the house and just taking it easy. Like it just felt good to like look around and say, hey, we're not in this whirlwind of projects. Um, <clears throat> as I cough, we like we have some stability and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I would say that it's probably been a couple months of rest that yeah. we've been experiencing, which is not the norm for us. Usually we're on the go. We've got new projects to do, whether that's a house or an Airbnb or just a home project. But we have really pressed the pause button and are just really enjoying time with our kids, uh, spending time on building the business systems out. And I think it's really been a great last couple of months. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I mean, we've had in in a weird way kind of some some turnover in the business. I mean, nothing really nothing that was bad. It was just circumstantial like across the board. And so it's been a a season of like, man, if we were going full blast and everything was crazy and we had kind of some turnover and some different things where we had to to work through, I don't know how that would end up. It it wouldn't have been good. It would not have been good. No. So that actually brings up the topic that I think we should talk about today, if it's okay with you. Um, because we're in this season of rest, and we've both been talking about it, how beneficial it's been for us, uh, there was a post that somebody put on Facebook, and it was kind of like a direct attack to people that are resting. Take, they, they worded it in a way of like, you know, people are taking it easy while we're charging the mountain type of thing, you know? And it just... I don't get worked up too much, but I turned into a little bit of a Facebook warrior on that post. A little bit, right? It was like, it was like, man, I'm going to go to battle with this keyboard and I'm going to come out with blood on my hands. (laughs) I will poke this bear. You know what it was though? I just don't like that kind of misleading grind, 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 work your face off constantly. You know, I, I feel like, man, there's seasons for, for really going through the grind and building something and working hard. And then there's seasons of resting yeah. and you have to clearly identify what season you're in. End, end, in. There it is. <laughs> Just to clarify the situation. Yeah. yeah. You had written something that was basically like, we're taking time for, you know, our family. We're taking time to kind of rebuild the pillars that were a little bit wobbly, mm-hmm. you know, because of what the last several years in the real estate market has brought. Um, and someone came on and said, basically, I'm glad you're resting because that means I'm going to grind, 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 grind my face off and I'm going to take over the world. And I think you and I just looked at each other and said, we're okay with that. Yeah. Go do your thing. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're good. The, the post was that I had posted was about something I was wrestling with internally where, 
And I felt like God's peace in this season of just taking a couple of steps back and, and really kind of taking it in just what the last couple of years have been for us. Um, and it was a recalibration yeah. in a way, you know, it was like, we're, we're still working, right? The business doesn't stop. Things don't stop. We were still working, but it wasn't, it wasn't at the the level of like intensity that it has been. It was more of a, it's, I guess I kind of liken it to, you know, when you're in a car and you, you put on cruise control, it's like, you're not having, you're still going, you're still moving forward, but you're not working about, you know, trying to pass up cars and lane changes and all of that. Like you're just at a cruising speed and you can kind of like relax mentally a little bit there. Yeah. And that's what it's been. I think we've talked about this before, but you and I believe that life is just not a solid sprint. Yeah. It is a marathon where you sprint a little, you rest a little, you sprint a little, you rest a little. Because in the restful moments, that is where you gain clarity. Yeah. Clarity for your family, clarity for your finances, clarity for your marriage. There are times that we have to slow down and reevaluate, okay, is life what we're wanting it to be? Yeah. You can have all the money in the world, but if your marriage is falling apart, what's it all for? Yeah. You can have all the time in the world, but if you're not spending time with your kids, what is it all for? So I just think for us, the the most important thing that you and I have decided is there's a series of sprints and there is a series of rest. And yeah. we teach that to our team. We make that a priority for our team because we want them to be the best version of themselves. And how can you possibly be the best version of yourself if you're constantly at an all-out sprint? Your body is not designed to continue running at the fastest pace you can run. You have to have moments where you take a breath, you drink some water, you regain clarity, you know? Yeah. I just think that that's, it's so important. Yeah. Kind of a, a recalibration, you know, even biblically on the seventh day, God rested, yeah. you know? And I think that there's, there's something to be said there of like, there are seasons of kind of Sabbath, you know, seasons of, of that rest. And I think the reason why a little bit of that rebuttal post really fired me up was because I believe that and we have been in that season where it's like, oh man, we're going to, we're going to take the mountain and, and we're going to go and we're going to sprint hard. And we felt that like that was right in that season. But I think what bothers me is when you allow other people or you feel you have the right to define the season of somebody else. And I think that's, that's overstepping. That's actually really bad leadership in my opinion. Um, because when you are leading from the lens of I'm going to do what I feel is best for me and I'm going to force you to do the same thing. Mm. True leadership is looking and saying, Hey, you might be in a season of sprint. You might be in a season where you, you have your goals in front of you yeah. and you are, you've coming, you're coming in rested and healthy and you need to, you need to go for it. Yeah. And then somebody else right next to them in the same organization or the same world, you know, whatever it is, they might be circumstantially in a season of, Hey, you need to take a time out. You just need to take some rest, take a couple of breaths, really regain some momentum, recalibrate yourself, make sure that you have clarity on purpose and vision for your life and that you have kind of your big why that you're kind of latched onto, you know? Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about that. What do you feel like what does that process look like for you and I of kind of feeling out and defining the season that you're in? We have our best conversations on walks. 
(laughs) That is always where I feel like we have the light bulb moments because there's nothing else going on. There's nothing distracting us. There is no, you know, goal that we are chasing after. It's just like, hey, let's have a conversation of where we are headed next. Yeah. Where are we feeling like we're going in this season? Does that mean building, you know, relationship with our kids? Does that mean we're building wealth through real estate? Like, what does that mean for us? And I feel like- It's so hard to protect that too, right? Like that time, as as small as it is, a 30 minute walk for us, a 45 minute walk, whatever it is, it is so hard to protect that. Where, Where even our schedules sync up, right? We work together, we live in the same house, we have a good marriage. It's still hard to sync that up. Yeah. But we have to actually fight for that time. Being purposeful is difficult. Yeah. And that is why the most successful people that you see in life, when you get down to the bottom denominator of what they all do, they're just purposeful. Yeah. They show up every day in their marriage. They show up every day at work. They show up every day for their kids. They're just consistently showing up purposefully. They have those non-negotiables. Yeah. That no matter what, it's it's kind of that 80-20 rule, right? Where it's like you know, you're 20%, you, you want to focus 80% of your time on the 20% that actually produces the results. And, but yet life gets thrown at us and the 80%, you know, it's, our, you know, yeah, you understand what I'm over. saying. It's like it takes over. the 20% that doesn't really matter, yeah. whatever, takes up 80% of our time, yeah. you know, um, so that it doesn't matter. It's just, you have to clearly define what are the non-negotiables. Yeah. And you know, we see a lot of, unfortunately, we see a lot of marriages, we see a lot of businesses, um, just lives in general, that lose sight of that 20%, the non-negotiables. Yeah. They let everything else start stacking up and taking place. And, you know, for our life, I mean, we are literally in a season right now that our our kids are all, pretty much all playing sports in extracurriculars. You know, Levi just started junior high. He's done tennis. He uh, is in soccer right now, which has been a blast to watch because he's never played before. Oh, yeah. And he's still very active in his, you know, travel baseball team. Um, And that's pretty much year round. And guess what? Soccer or sorry, not soccer. Basketball is up next. Right. Apparently. Yeah, it it is. Ellie Ellie just finished her first softball season. Yeah. The girls are both going to play basketball. Luke is still in the middle of his first baseball season. Like just that alone can suck up so much of our time. And we want to do that for the kids. It's like, Hey, for us to be even healthy parents, healthy business owners, healthy individuals, healthy spouses to each other, we have to protect those times. It's kind of a pulse check. It really is. I think the other thing that's important is finding the individual time with each one of our kids. It's so easy when you have more than one to just group them all together. Okay. Let's go get ice cream. Let's go get dinner. You know, whatever it is as a family, but I think something that you and I have both gained knowledge in over this last couple of months is each one of the kids need individual time. It does not have to be lengthy periods of time. It could be something like, you know, taking one out on a date to go get ice cream. Like I know that you do this when you go to pick up Ellie, you take her on a little ice cream treat on the way home Mm -hmm. and you just have that moment together. Emma loves to read right before bed. So taking 30 minutes and just reading to her individually with no one else around. Like those things make a world of a difference to a kid. And for us, it's no different in terms of time sacrifice. It's just, again, going back to the intentionality of, Hey, let's, let's break them off. Let's get to know what's happening in your heart right now. How is school going? You know, we have to raise healthy kids. That's part of this thing called life. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a pulse check, you know, for your relationships. I think that, 
sometimes we get into these, these moments or these, you know, my heart goes out to like divorced parents, you know, where the kids are going back and forth and there might be this pressure. I've seen this where it's almost like this invisible pressure that both parents have that when they have the kids (laughs) that they, they go perform, they go do something. And really, I think at the core of who we are, um, we can go do things, but I think it's far more important of, is somebody listening to where somebody's at? Is somebody saying, Hey, we're all going to just take a break for a second. I want you to really tell me how you're doing. What do you need right now on a spiritual level, on a physical level, emotionally, where are you at right now? And you know, when, when that happens, especially in our marriage, that, that is kind of identified sometimes on walks, right? Like we've, we can look at each other and say, and I'm tired. Are you feeling that? And a lot of times we feel it kind of in our house. We feel it in, in the external things, you know, the, the, I guess the things that are affected by our emotions before we even clearly identify the emotion. But on those talks, we've gotten deep, like, Hey, we're, I'm kind of searching for purpose. I'm searching for the, the thing that, that gets me out of bed every morning again, you know, and it's, it's that recalibration of it. So yeah. Yeah. What next? Well, I think that another key lesson that we've learned in this is how to do hard things. Well, yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. What does that mean when I say that to you? Yeah. So there was, there was this quote, um, it was actually a a video that we watched at at a conference that was, amazing. It was a basketball coach. Um, I think it was the Duke's Duke women's basketball program where the coach said, it's kind of talking to the players of like, you know, sometimes we get into this funk of, of thinking, Hey, when this thing changes in our life, when, when, uh, this class is over or, um, when this season, when the season's over or this injury gets over or, you know, whatever it is, right. That it's going to be easier. And that's not how life works the hard things are always going to be there. And there might be certain seasons that are hard in a certain way that are a little bit more out in the open, you know, a little bit more of an obstacle. But I think learning to do hard things well, I think that's more of a skill and an art. Life comes at you fast. And no matter what, you're going to have to do hard things. So if you can learn to be a problem solver, and learn to say, I'm not going to let my circumstances get the best of me emotionally or physically. Um, I'm going to learn to conquer this. It's like, no matter what, that's how opportunities continue to come in the next season because you've learned to conquer hard things. Yeah. I think it's important to note that even though we have considered the last couple of months rest for us, it does not mean that hard things have still not come up. Yeah. In fact, they are the unseen hard things that we've had to handle. Yep. And it's just very different than, again, where we've been in seasons where we've, we've just purchased two investment properties and everybody is all hands on deck where we are headed to the house. We're staging, we're renovating. This is a different type of season. It's a rebuilding season in some ways. And I think that a lot of times we don't give enough credit <laughs> to the quiet seasons for the hard things that go on during that time. But I loved exactly what you said. It's it's not that those things are still not coming. It's just we're learning to handle them better. Yeah. Do hard better. I remember my my freshman year in college, I was playing baseball. And I loved my 
you know, all the coaches that I had, you know, in, in junior high, high school, all of that. But there was also a lot of, I think there was three different varsity high school coaches while I was in high school. So because of that, it's like the, the changing of the guard, right? I didn't have in-depth coaching. I loved baseball, loved pitching, um, went to college and to, to pitch in college. And I remember the coach kind of looking at me and, and it was like this, Hey, you have potential, but we're going to completely strip down your mm, mechanics. Yeah. And I had to change everything that I did, the way that I threw. And I remember going through a season where I'm like, man, I don't have any, I don't have any touch or any feel. I don't feel passionate about this. Like, I honestly feel like I'm having to start all over again, but it was the season that I was in of, Hey, you're not going to go out there and be able to dominate at the next level without retooling where you're at. And I think that's kind of a a lesson that, that I've carried into life of, you know, you can only get so far at one level without having to, you might have to completely retool for a season to go out and be able to compete at the next level that you want to go to. Spot on the fundamental ceiling of achievement. Yeah. It's the natural ability that you can naturally get yourself to. You're a photographer. Okay. Well, you naturally have this ability to take great pictures, you know, and to put a little filter on it and gosh, it looks professional, Yeah. but taking your photography to the next level takes this really intentional sitting down and studying and creating a business model and doing time blocking for calendar. Those things are not natural, but it's breaking through that fundamental ceiling of achievement that when we do that, when we put the focus and effort in that, we find ourselves on on another playing field. Yeah. And I think you and I have done that. Like I think back to a time where you and I had first gotten married and uh, I had just finished up nursing school and I was going to send in my check to the Board of Registered Nursing for $325 <laughs> and my check bounced. You remember this? I remember it. We literally did not have enough money for $325 nurse fee. Yeah. And now when I look at where we're at today, I go like, wow, we have, you know, several Airbnbs, some long-term rentals, everything's on autopilot, but it's still really hard. Yeah. There's lots of moving pieces. Tenants need things. There's calendars constantly shifting. It's just a different level of hard. Yeah. And when we sat down to be again, intentional and purposeful about learning how to figure those things out, we're still doing hard. It's just learning how to do hard better. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a little bit of a choose your heart, you know, yeah. like it is hard to be broke and it's hard to build yourself, build yourself into, yeah. you know, avenues where you're, you have kind of self sustainability, you know, um, that's really difficult yeah. and it's a long game. Um, so it's like, choose, choose your heart, your you know? Exactly. So, um, wh- one of the things that I've loved that I feel like, especially after moving to Nashville, and it, it's, it's funny cause I, I don't want to like glorify Nashville, right? Obviously we're I mean, a little it's fond. Pretty great. We but. love, we love, you know, our little slice of heaven in Franklin and you know, that's great. I think a lot of it too, is just kind of the our age, you know, wisdom sure. kind of started creeping in a little bit. We, we learned some life lessons, but one of the things I've loved about being here is that when you get people that are in your corner, they understand that they have no right to choose your season for you. Right. What they have a right to do 
is to believe in you and call you up into your ability. We, we talked about this with accountability. That's my favorite thing in, in the Bible, what talks about Barnabas and, you know, him being the son of encouragement and encouraging Saul, you know, all this, all these things, like that's one of my favorite passages in scripture. But out of that, it's like accountability being given an account for your ability and not calling you out, but calling you up. You know, when you have a tribe of people and you have people in your life that are, that you respect in different areas, right. And you, you communicate with them. They have your best interest in mind. You know that they love you. I just had this last night with a business mastermind that I'm in and I kind of shared my heart with some things and, uh, Austin Husky, you know, was there and he looked at me and he was like that, that you just said, that's what you need to do. He's like, I would love for that to be on your 2024 goals so that I can keep you accountable to it. He said it with a smile on his face because he looked at me and said that that sparks some passion in you. So I want to hold you accountable to that. So I think there's something really special about finding those people in your life that will call you up. And in that, they're going to call you out on the things that are keeping you from that ability and that, and what you want to accomplish in that season. And that includes rest. Like we've talked about that even in the season of we're not taking on some big projects. I feel like we're coming out of that. We're ready to kind of like get out there and, and do something. But even then you still need people that are going to say, Hey, easy taper back. Maybe you're kind of addicted to the busy right now. You committed to rest and I'm going to help you commit to that rest. I'm going to call you out on it. Don't take on that project right now. <laughs> it's a tough thing to hear, but when, when you know that it's coming in love, that people around you will not try to dictate your season. They'll hold you accountable to the season that you and, and they both know that you're in. Yeah. You wouldn't have the capacity to dream about the next thing if you didn't give yourself the space to rest. So good. Because your mind is constantly running and chasing and going 90 to nothing. But it's in the moments where you, you put a stop to all of that. And you really give yourself the capacity to dream about what is the next stage for me. Yeah. And through this season, look, now you have this epiphany of like, okay, I think I know what I'm running after now. And because you have those people in your corner who see that, yes, they're encouraging you. Andy and Lori Ward are some of those clients of ours, but Mm -hmm. the biggest champions out there, truly, looking at you and saying, yes, go for it. You're, you're called to do this. Like go build what you want to build. But again, you wouldn't even have thought about that idea if you didn't have the moment to rest. It's true. Yeah. Growth comes from rest. It's so good. So good. I, I, you know, this is also something that we, somebody just posted this on, on a social media platform and it was this, yes, you know it, but it kind of put words to it. Like, I think the quote was, don't compare your season one to somebody else's or your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 12. Yeah. And you know, you, you think about that and man, comparison is such, uh, I mean, it's, it's the such thief. a thief of joy, yeah. you know? And I think there's a, there's something about, there's a, there's a, it's a fine line to look at somebody's life and you either compare mm, or, you, or you find inspiration yeah. or you Try to belittle them, right? Inspiration is the only (laughs) thing that's healthy there. You know, like it's okay to look at somebody else that's Mm -hmm. killing it. Even when you feel like you're in a season of rest 
and that competitive, you know, component of you is like poking the bear and say, come on, come on, how, how are they doing it? And you're not to just say, cause it's not my season. Yeah. That's their season. It's not my season. That's not my chapter right now. I'm on a completely different chapter and I can root for them. Yeah. That's not going to do anything. It's not going to do me any good to try to belittle their success or belittle where they're at. They're just in a different chapter that I'm in right now. Not only that you can do it, but you should do it. You should encourage and you should champion those other people. And when you and I look around at the people that we champion, that we admire, like, man, I love what a great dad he is to his boys, Mm -hmm. his grown boys. Like, I love that. You've said that multiple times. Yeah. There is no other option than to encourage and to champion them along because we lift we raise by lifting others. Yep. Right? Yep. It's like you get to the next level in your life, whatever that looks like, by encouraging other people. Yeah. Community is so important. It's so important. So I think I think it's really important for us, it, you know, to I guess kind of establish what's the point we're making in this. And for me, for whoever's listening, whatever season you find yourself in. Do not apologize for that season. That season can really only be established between you and God. Like that's something where, you know, it's okay. There's growth in every season. There's a purpose in every season. Now, are there times where you need to be called up into a season to kind of keep you accountable to your ability? Absolutely. That's why it's so important to establish good relationships with people. But I, you know, I just think that there's something out there, especially, man, we are in a year, our business is in a year where we, we're taking huge hits right now. Anybody that has anything to do with a house, if you're in lumber, if you're in mortgage, if you're in, you know, real estate sales, lending, lending, like, yeah, that it is, it is a bloodbath right now. <laughs> it can be, it can and be. that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's the season. Everything is, is cyclical. So it's up and down and we're in a season where it's tough right now. It's really tough. But when you're around people that encourage you to embrace the season, whether that's sometimes it might be for some people, hey, you need to go and quadruple down on some certain areas and you need to grind it out and build some things. And some people like us know that God's really put on our heart to rest and that we're coming out and it's been so stinking good for us. So wherever, whatever season you might find yourself in, you know, I just want to encourage you, don't let somebody else's chapter, don't let somebody else's success or somebody else's, you know, season of rest discourage you from whatever season you feel called to. Um, that is something that, that nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can establish that for you. You have to establish yourself. Yeah. And give yourself rest because rest gives you the capacity to dream. Yeah. I think that's a good word for today to end on. Yeah. Well, builders by nature, ordinary people building extraordinary lives. Another episode done. High five. High five.